0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you, learn more at UH1.com.
1: Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. hello and welcome to another episode of four times a podcast this week's episode was brought to you by footballprizes.co.uk. this week's celtic prize is a fantastic callum mcgregor signed and framed celtic 22 23 home shot. there's also some there's 10 instant win prizes including a couple of great carol starfelt and cameron carter vickers signed and framed montages as well so if you want to be anywhere chance of winning any of these prizes then just go to football uh, and you'll find the Callum McGregor competition the tickets cost £3.95 for this one uh, but if that's just a wee bit too much we, we can get you a wee discount on that if you put in the code 4 times 10 at checkout that'll get you 10% off your ticket as well uh, so aye good luck to anybody that enters that and thanks to Football Prizes for their continued support but we'll get on with the show <laughs> hello and welcome to another episode of four times and the podcast this week we will be discussing the victory against St Johnson in Perth eh, on Sunday and looking at the notable performers from that game and we'll have a wee look towards the Saturday Scottish Cup game against the Mirren as well Danny it was another I don't accept it we're at their best but we still scored four goals there was some great eh, performances for Alexa Kyogo and Aaron Moy Just to pick out a few, but what did you make of the game on Sunday?
3: Um, First of all, I thought it was great that we won 4-1 and played really, really well. Um, Sorry, I thought it was a good game. I don't think we were great in the game, Um, even though we won 4-1, is what I meant to say. I thought we played a wee bit within ourselves at times I thought they started well and then St Johnston working at of in the game and then next time we were two up and it was good um, and then it was two one but I never thought we were any danger of losing the game but I just thought we were kind of good in name era I thought if maybe St Johnston maybe would have maybe made it to each or even three two at one point I think we did just thought up the penalty scored again um, and we were really good it was good to see uh, which is a really good position to be in it was good to see players like um, Moy carry on he's good fun. There's just certain games, I don't know what it is, there's just certain games when you see the team shoot, like, Moy's going for a good game today. And uh, it seems to be the more than right enough, but I thought he was really good for Jota had a great game. I couldn't believe the criticism. I seen a draw online after the game, people saying he's half it, I thought he was fucking brilliant. Set two goals up. Uh gener- I mean he's successful for draw uh eh, for Moy was fucking outstanding. Um and just his general play I thought it was really good. I could be go all folks saying that he had a poor game. Um but I thought it was it was good and if no maybe really good, um maybe better than that. But we're playing we're playing some really good stuff um with need in minute and that's the main important thing and we just keep winning and it seems to be that we're playing um after a certain team every single week. So you just keep the consistency up and no give them a sniff is very good.
1: Definitely, and I think that as you mentioned at the end of the fact, we are always playing sort of uh, like the last game of the weekend. Yeah, it's never really mentioned, just because it it's never seemed to be a factor for this team. Uh, like even towards the end of last season or this season, like the team just sort of got on with it, and like we've been almost perfect this season with that defeat at Samarin, and obviously. Drop two points at New Year as well but uh, apart from that we've just been so good that uh, it doesn't matter if we play first we play the day after them 15 minutes before them whatever whatever happens at Disney seemed to affect the team and I agree with you I don't think we were at uh, our outstanding best but for a team to be not their best and still come away with four goals and another good victory on a terrible pitch again uh, it was I thought really good I thought St in the first 10 minutes had a go at is but like you're never worried. It's, it's like last season I think it was a bit made of a roller coaster in terms of we, we were chasing for so long and then eh, you were always nervous because of what had happened the previous season. But this season I think everybody's just a lot calmer and know that the goals will come and it's like you you I think you're right to highlight Jota. I thought Jota was really good as well. As I said already, Aaron Moy and Kyogo, like just especially like the first goal they both of them are just absolutely like magnificent, and at Kyogo, I think's the one that starts the attack by getting the ball very deep and uh, sending a ball out to the far right hand side, and then Aaron Moy eventually puts it through Kyogo. Kyogo obviously puts it, in and uh, Considine applies the finishing touch to for an on goal. But I, I just think we're we're absolutely motoring towards the title, and like. I know the other side are in decent enough form since they've got a new manager, but it just they they'll be absolutely crushed and devastated that not only have they not gained a point on us since he's come in, but we've we've extended our goal difference as well, which is all but worth for an extra point as well. So like that's that's us um, on plus sixty goal difference after twenty five league games. We've scored seventy eight league goals and like that's so it's, we're averaging over three a game, which is just incredible when you're uh, like two-thirds of the season in. Like, it's it's just incredible to see. Uh, Tony, what did you make it? As I say, the team, even on their off days, were still scoring that many and could tip 25 games in be still averaging over three goals a game.
4: is just incredible. I think you see can early on this season. I think this team could break records in terms of goals scored and the it has gone. You would think it's still a, a real possibility. Um... You know, I've said it, I feel as if I say it every week, you just feel, ugh, maybe we're due a bad one, maybe we're due to drop the ball, but just relentless and it's got to take a lot to stop us in terms of just the way we play. I mean, you look at the, the first goal where Kyogo picks it up in the centre of the pitch and then six later, he's he's in the box and he's put on a fantastic ball and Conte can't really do much. I you know there's some people who think Conte deliberately put it in his own net. Um, but No I, I thought we were actually really good and One of the worst pitches I've seen Uh our pitch hasn't been great for a while But that was a really bad pitch um, Arab Moy again Phenomenal um, It's probably it's a bit cliche But the first name in the team sheet they do, he's, he's kind of undroppable In current form um, Don't get me wrong I, I would not be surprised the fans um, Maybe the Tate's getting him to the League Cup final But um He's been great, he's passed through to Kyogo's really clever. Um so I have I've been pretty um pretty happy with him. Uh, Kyogo again. I think that's loving goals and his last 11 games, he's been just really consistent, as I say. He's contributing in other ways, he's pressing, he's passing, he's movement. Um fuck I sound a bit like John Collins. Uh, <laughs> but um he's just been phenomenal. Uh jota uh, although he didn't score himself, very much involved, set up Kyogo, set up Moy, and I think he had one that just dipped and and hit the bar. And uh, Turnbull off the bench getting a goal again. I think it was Matt Riley's tenth assist of the season. Um, I, c- I can't really fault anybody. Um, I guess if I'm gonna be quite critical, I thought Joe Hart should have saved the uh, the shot. I thought Hattie was a bit weak in the build up to it, but um. I think it's the first goal we've conceded in about six games and it's not really had any impact on the, the end result. We've increased our goal difference and kept our nine-point lead, which is um, what we set out to do every weekend. Um, I think the way somebody said as well, we basically every week Rangers seem to play first and get the chance to put a bit of pressure on us. So, so far we've, we've dealt with it really well and, I think that's just Poster Cogler for you. I just don't think he's he's going to allow any complacency to set in. I think if anybody does get even slightly complacent in training, they'll be they'll find themselves watching a the game for the bench. So um, everybody seems to be fired, in the then thought, so, oh, again, looked good when he came on. No doubt he probably had a good chance at his first goal of Constantine had they brought him down, but unfortunately, wasn't it b so. Um, I'm sure he's getting up to full fitness uh, cup game of the weekend, the last cup game he went full pelt, there's really no reason not to do the same here I wouldn't be surprised if he made some changes, I'd love to say start all but can't really stop a striker or bench a striker that's scoring week in week out I think it would defeat the purpose um, but oh, it's just that joy to watch Celtic the noon. It is it's hard, don't you get a bit kinda of apprehensive every time somebody gets sacked in the Premier League. Um, uh, especially this time of year. This is close to when Rogers done the boost. Um I know he's been linked for the Leeds job in Southampton and yeah I I would hope he, he wouldn't just up sticks and leave during the season. I don't think he would do that. Uh, <laughs> famous last words if that goes cuts up. But um he's just done such a great job. I was thinking to myself when you think where we were two years ago. I think we were about 25 points behind in such a short space of time. He's turned us into just a relentless winning machine. It has, I know we've got a superior budget, etc., but we spent really well that year as well and found ourselves 25 points behind. I mean, he's just, um, he's got us just being just a, such a well oiled machine. And if somebody comes off and O'Reilly comes on, for example, they're offering something, Turnbull can offer something, a bad etc. the squads in just such a phenomenal position based on the league we're in. And I am just, um, it's a really good time, enjoy the football. Um lying if I say, I'm um, maybe looking ahead to the League Cup final. I think that's a big one. Um, I think a lot of people will be excited, nervous, sick, <laughs> uh, all of the above in terms of that. But, uh, no, first, obviously, uh, we've got some men in the cup. we want to try and win the table, that should be the aim for us every year. So I think it'll be a tough game. I know the last game we beat them 4-0, but I'd assume they'll try and change something to make it a bit harder for us. But if we play our football, then, then we should be absolutely fine.
1: Aye, definitely. Uh, Andy, would you make a listen johnson game before we move on to other issues? that's uh, again the man who was taking a lot of the was Aaron Moy it's quite incredible how far he's came and like from the start of the season when people sort of wondered if he'd get in the midfield and then I think he was part of that defeat against St Mirren and people sort of put the blame on guys like him and the other players that came in that day it's quite incredible that he's now been spoken about as a potential player every year
2: 100% I think Obviously there was reservations when he came in because he was out playing in China and obviously had had really played football for almost a year, the way things were working out there. And, um, Covid and all the rest of it. So for him to come in and obviously get himself up to speed, came back for the World Cup and it was just, it was almost like a new signing to use that old sort of cliche, came back for the World Cup. Um, Obviously wasn't he right into the team, I think. Sort of minimal minutes the first sort of couple of games back and then weirdly enough I think it was a, uh, when we beat St Johnston 4-1 well, he played the majority of the game the first time the most recent time before Um, obviously we, we just won in Perth there but the one at home and then obviously he scored the double against Hibbs. <clears throat> so I think he's the way he's just sort of announced himself if you like because I felt as if he was if isn't in danger of becoming forgotten a bit? But you know that way, our midfield was so strong. People probably felt as if tumbles was ahead of him in the pecking order. But I think now it's, it's all sort of flipped in its head. Um, and as you see, like, obviously besides uh, sort of Callum McGregor Moyes probably the next person on the team sheet in, in current form. And I think that's completely fair. Um, and he keeps fucking scoring goals as well, which isn't something he's ever been really renowned for. Um, but. Just but I brilliant to see him play and he's so calm and he always wants to go forward with the ball, which is huge. Um but just to touch on what Tony said in terms of how relentless they are but I think for me part of it feels as if players can take their off I guess because I've said it before, I think now with the depth we've got is probably one of the strongest full squads, like twenty five man or whatever squad. One of the strongest sort of sort of twenty-five man squad I've seen feels and Years and I would include like Rogers' teams and all that. While his 11 was great, you always felt as if the bench and um, the players who we were second treated that starting 11 could have been improved on. Whereas now I feel as if we've just got so much depth in the side. Um, I mean, even if you take the subs that came on, um, a badder, she's having these numbers speak for itself in terms of goals assist. Aksa a man who I think a lot of people are similar to myself really, really hopeful that there's a player there. He's obviously been unlucky with an injury here and there, but um, still got goals, wanting to make things happen. O, who's just came in, um, you would like to think is, um, we've, we've done our recruitment well there, um, and gone after previous recruitment, it's going to be another good sign. And then you've got O'Reilly and Tumble, who I mean, as good as they are, they're struggling to get in the team, and I think that just speaks volumes about the recruitment, the squad, like players can't afford to be at it because you'll be right at the team. Um and you'll get guys coming on and they're of that level where they are capable of taking their chance. Whereas you know if somebody's behind you in the pecking order and there may be no up to it that um you can afford an after here and there. So I don't think players can really afford in a select team to become sorta of just I uh, they can really take the afford to take their eye off the ball. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why we're we were obviously looking just like a constant well-oiled machine, um, but I really happy with performance again. Obviously, we lose we lose a goal, which doesn't engage the clean sheet, but um, I think prior to that we had maybe five clean sheets in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So I think we can concede them a six goal. Under. Six they go six clean sheets in a row. After that, back like, and balance a probability in its own. It's going to be a goal one there. So. Aye, really, really happy. Um, I think there's been so many big performers, especially at the World Cup. Maeda's another one. He was levelled a lot of criticism, pretty different kind of criticism. Anyway, obviously, Maeda was still in the team and the manager was playing him for the get-go, but um, he really is silencing a lot of doubters as well. Um, with his performances, I think he's showing the value that he does bring to the team as well. So, aye, really, really happy and um, just constantly looking forward to the next game to be honest, Darren. Um, obviously, Scottish Cup, then we've got the League, and then we've got the League Cup final. The games, they come thick and fast, and it's always brilliant to look forward to them, but it's, it's reassuring because, you know, you touch wood, but if you do get an injury, I'm just so confident that we've got the depth there to deal with. Still, It still is a hectic fixture schedule. Um, so, I'm look, looking forward to the next game and happy good performance.
1: Definitely, and I, I think you're right to Bring up how like the depth of the squad, like in terms of why it is like, so fierce for competition, and like it's—I I don't even think you would have to go back like maybe six, seven weeks, maybe before the World Cup, where it would have been unheard of that uh, Matt O'Reilly would be having a spell on the bench because Aaron Moy was playing so well, and like it's—it's it's testament to him, like, he, like O'Reilly still, I think he's getting most assist in the league and yeah Aaron Moyes came in and nobody's sort of batting an eyelid anymore because Moyes the form player in the country at the moment and the sense of the World Cup just been a, an absolute revelation as you say him and Maeda like they've come back from the World Cup really up to level uh, and even guys like I think guys like Carol Starfield are yet again having a quietly brilliant season like I know for some reasons, I think it's just some Celtic fans that just are never sort of comfortable with Starfelt and they seem to let it cloud their judgment but I thought on Sunday it was outstanding again I thought absolutely everything in the area wins he does not and Johnston forwards a minute and like I know they did concede but I don't think you can really put that down any the defence for uh, that goal because it was sort of a long distance shot that Hart probably should have saved but I, I think the the squad's in a great place so, like we I know we didn't have an episode out last week we were live on Twitter and we were speaking about this sort of transfer window and eh, Danny I'll bring you in just to sort of round up on the transfer window because I know we've had some breaking news the last sort of half hour as we've been recording but eh, towards the transfer window ending we sort of like Gard and Jens and now officially Georges Chakamakis has left the club as well but I think it's sort of Testament to the squad that I don't think these players will be overly missed and testament to Ange that he's been ruthless enough that that's three signings that oh well, two that were brought in this season and one that was brought in in his first transfer window that he's sort of been happy to move on and the squad doesn't look any worse for it. Um, aye, Jackie Marcus in the last 90 seconds or something
3: to officially made that official even though Jack, Jackie Marcus had made it official. Um, himself, didn't he often going after up. Um, no, I think you're right about players leaving. I mean, Yaranovich's a quality player. Jackie Marcus was a good player for us as well. Um, is the squad weaker? You wouldn't say that is. So that's a testament to the good work that Andrew's done and the recruitment team and everybody else. But um, I think as well, um, just the fact that. We are replacing players before we even let them go is a good sign and it's something that's never really we've never really heard before. Um so that's good. Um but alright, as you brought, I think O'Reilly's our forum you Um I think O'Reilly's really our for him. Um and it pains me to say I think he, I, I think he's probably the best one of the best footballers at a club. But Moyes came in and it's just absolutely blew everybody away this season. Um and he's really, really good. He's been really, really good the last couple of weeks. And uh, I thought his his goal was outstanding the other day. I thought he was really, really good. Um, but I, I agree with what Andy said about the. Sorry, I was watching something. Uh, I agree with what Andy says about the squad. there is real serious depth in the squad. now that doesn't mean if Andy makes eleven changes, we expect to still win four one, three one. You know what I mean? We don't expect that, but. You can bring in these players now, and he can make changes. And you don't, you're like, oh no. And um, we see Dane, um, and the midfield's just so stabbing there. Tumble, tumble, must have scored. what is it three and four games or something? That's including fucking Gerd as well. Tumble's playing really well. now when he gets his chance, and yet he's not started a game in in a while. And I think he's a great player. Um, so. It's good that the squad are in, the squad's really strong, you've let two players go, like Jackie Marcus, who I just think he's a fucking idiot, um, why would you want to leave Celtic, you know, you've got a crack at a treble, you've got a crack at them in a cup final, you've got you know, potentially staying in 12 months as a crack at the Champions League as well, and yeah, he's away to America to obviously be earning more money, but I just find it really daft and yeah, he seems to have got a free reign off a lot of supporters for for um he seems to have got a kinda of free reign for where he's the way he's acted, whereas Juranovic... people are saying on oh, Twitter uh, yeah, Anj got rid of Yranovic, because he asked for a day off when they beat when they won the League at Tara which is obviously just a fucking lot right? of If Andrew was that bothered they'd have got rid of him six months ago. Um just Really, really strange the way folk have went on about both of them that are leaving. Juranovic seems to be an arsehole. Yakimaki seems to be hard done by. Um, I don't get it when Juranovic played, you know, whenever I was asked, and it looks like Yakimaki has spotted on out because he uh, kept on as a sub and he's been, you know, whatever. But we get to move on, that's the beauty We get to move on, we've already got a new guy in, you know, who I think looks really good. That turn, I mean, Constantine done him fucking dirty. Bringing him down because I think he was going to level that in the top corner. But, but I hope he gets a start on Saturday as well. I hope we get to see him. Um, I think he looks good. I think he looks a bit sturdy. Um, he doesn't really get pushed off the ball that easy, which is good. I think he will offer us something a bit different to Kyogo, but I think he's where well, he can play football as well, which I've, I've noticed. I
1: thought he's looked good. He was very busy when he came on against Dundee United at Tanner Dice and uh, I think you're spot on like, if it isn't for Considine mean, he's very likely going to have got his first Celtic goal eh, on Sunday but uh, uh, we'll move on to the mid game Tony I know you're already sort of touching it how would you sort of approach it I think I, I think it's maybe even a wee bit of a point having a conversation because you look at you know, the game against Morton and pretty much went full strength so I'd, I'd, would you expect that to be the same or could you see a guy like Oban brought in or maybe somebody like David Tumble after Hattie having a quieter game on Sunday
4: it would have shocked me if he made a couple of changes, but I don't think he'll be doing any anything major because it's still kinda of SPFL opposition we're up against. It's the only team in the league that's beat us this year, so I think he'll proceed with caution and we don't have very European football, we don't have very midweek games coming up. I know we have got a League Cup final in a couple of weeks, but can i just start resting players We've, we want to compete in the Scottish Cup, so um I think I think you'll look to the the sensible option. Play your full team, put the game to bed, and then, then make your the changes. That always seems to work better than the other way about, trying to play a weakened team. And if you it's no work to have to bring people on, you're kind of scrambling to get the win. So I think you'll play a full team. I think you'll go start just based on his form, and he deserves to start. It's as simple as that. O has been quite effective when he's come on, but... I can't see him dropping Kyogo. Uh, it's a huge game for us. It's as big a game as any in terms of the the aims of the club for the season. So I think he'll go full pelt. Just thinking back to Marcus. I mean, um, I think you just thank him and, and move on. It's as simple as that. I, I say I was done We kind of throwing the toys at the pram every time a Celtic player left or wanted to leave. Um, I, I concede that it's a very strange move I don't really understand it but I guess the weather in America is probably better than it is here so um, ah, best of luck to him and as we say we've already got his p- replacement plane, so it's totally it's a sore one when <laughs> the replacement's been here for a couple of weeks it's the, the replacement had already been signed a month in advance so it's a very good way to do the do the business. Um but no for me full team on Saturday. Um if anybody's gonna come in, I could maybe see a coming in for Hitati or possibly a Bada coming in for Jota or something like that. But again, two assists for Jota and made us contributing. So I mean if it's based on current levels of performance then it's the same team as Sunday. If it's based on what they give opportunities to people who maybe have been good in training then but uh, you know, if, if he's going to change it, I'd like to see Hagsabanovich get a because he was he played a huge part and I think it was we beat Ross County just before the World Cup break to go the nine clear. So I'd like to see him get back into the team. Um maybe get see a bit more water, but I think uh, those those um, players will make their mark in the, the second half of the St Mum game.
1: I it'll be interesting to see. I think you're right. Obviously they're the only team that has beat us in the league, but uh, I think we sort of put that out of bed the other week when we uh, did dispatch him full now I know it was a full nil, but I think I gave him credit on here after uh, we did beat them. It was comfortable in terms of scoring, but I think they were one of the few teams that, they're just a big physical team, that, but they actually did have a wee bit of a go at us. I think Joe Hart had a few good saves that day. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, because I know it's a good point you make about, like, somebody like Haxabanovic. he's not really... I don't think he started a game since the World Cup I know there was a bit of an injury but I think he's come off the bench a few times like, I know he came on at half time against Martin in the last Cup game but uh, apart from that he's sort of been weak cameos that he's been coming on but again you look at like the Jota and Maeda and Abada it's tough to get in their positions at the moment uh, and he's obviously a competition for guys like James Forrest as well who are still still there as well but it's It'll be i think we all go full strength i don't think he'll change the a uh, striker in terms of bringing Owen. i think it maybe could go the same way as the uh, a modern game where if like that the game done at half time or looks done and i think you already had two goals in fact i know he did because i backed him for a hat trick that day and then i subbed him at half time but i think you could see similar in terms of if if the game's all but done, then you sort of get Kyogo off and Guy all oh, that sort of extended period to actually go out there and hopefully get on the score sheet. But uh, Andy, what you're thinking about it is half five kick off will be under the disco lights, Were so you expecting an exciting encounter on Saturday?
2: I I think there'll be as you said that we'll no we'll no begin out saying uh, we can make eleven changes and we'll still battle them. I don't think. Um, the manager would do that and even allow for a hint of complacency but I think that <clears throat> what will happen is there'll be a few changes I would suspect so um, it's probably a good a good chance to give uh, guys like benefits. A, 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 a bit of a longer run at it we know we've seen quality for him in the past and it's just about new. obviously we um, him featuring in the injury head and stuff is just to get try of match fitness and match sharpness which only benefits um, and, and I don't think two, three maybe four um, changes to our starting 11 is, is really going to sort of hamper us too much with the quality that we've got off the bench. Um, I think you see it, to be honest enough, <clears throat> when players are coming on, when we're winning and we're performing because they're making impacts, uh, especially sort of in the last couple of weeks, I think, more often than not, when, when boys are coming on off the bench, they're, they're chipping in with goals um, or they're making things happen. Tumble being an example uh, against St Johnston. So certainly I think that there's there's going to be a couple of changes. Um and it's it's the best interest as well, because players are might obviously pick up wee niggles here and there, and do you really want to risk them when it's an opportunity for for to use the squad? That's why it's there. Um the manager of was it spoken before about how he wants it to be that way where you're no sort of fearful of making changes because you're diminishing the quality. Um, so aye, I think it'll be a good opportunity for that to happen. Um, we've seen it before, I think, with like Kobe Ashi and stuff like that, playing against Morton. I think Tumble started day games as well. So aye, I I suspect they sort see so, two maybe three changes, I would think. Any anyway, matter on that, would be surprised. But two or three changes to the starting and Um And again, I think it'll be another real professional performance. Um, and you'll see the same levels of intensity uh, throughout the whole team. And, and to be honest, when there are any changes, I think the players will be able to sort of make their mark and take inspiration for what for Moy's done. Um, We've got a chance, he's come in, he's taken it. And as we said earlier, I know he's one of the first names in the team sheet. And I think guys will be looking at that saying, well, there's no reason why I can't do the same thing. Um, and that should make for an interesting game.
1: I definitely. and Danny, would you make any changes as as we've said, I don't think any of us expect Ange to make wholesale changes. But if you're were to make two or three, who would you be looking to bring in? Um, oh Tumble
3: and Hak I I think's probably the three that I would I would definitely make because Hag is too good to sit in the bench. I think he's brilliant and I know oh, Maeda and i have been brilliant. May has probably been my best player since Christmas, but um we need to get Haksibanovich back in the team again. I know we've got just, you know, the cups and the league to play for now, there's no Europe. But we need all our players playing um at full a full, firing at full. Um I can't even fucking term what I'm trying to say, but we need them to be playing um firing on all cylinders, that's what I was meant to say. And I just think that Man, which is hardly even been getting on. I think he's too good. I mean he can play in the middle, he can play it wide. I think he's far too good to be um to be with the team and uh, I think that he should he should start oh we need to see what he looks like I don't think like he's been getting long enough he's only been getting 10-15 kind of minutes um, if he was great he'd probably fucking put on Instagram about how frustrated he is but uh, gladly he's, he seems to be quite happy now and hopefully he gets a stance on Saturday and Tumble just deserves it he's scored a few goals off the bench and it'd be good to see him back in the team but we need to remember St have beat us this season the only Scottish team to have done that this season. Um, so, aye, we need, to, we need to give
1: them the respect that they're due and uh, go and beat them. It's a tough game, we need to go and win. Aye, definitely. And I think, like, I know it's gone back a little, but I don't think you can sort of just rely on that. Winning the league uh, against them a few weeks is the sort of game that you uh, can just expect to happen on Saturday. Because I remember back in the late 2000s it was uh, Celtic I think we with hammered St. Mirren 9-0 and then lost 1-0 the next week in the Scottish Cup so it's sort of one of the games that you've just got to watch the one-off sort of nature of it. it's, there's always a danger that if you do, if that's the day you don't turn up then you could be made to be uh, punished be punished for it but uh, Tony just so I can put the clickbait title in our episode description is Ange Postecoglou going to join Leeds United as their new manager?
4: My big mate, Ange, is not going to leave just yet, I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think he'll leave for the Premier League eventually, but hopefully not quite now. But um, I think it's been about a year since I asked him about signing a long-term deal, and he gave a a lovely answer, but uh, he's not signed a long-term deal. So maybe next time we're at a press conference with Ange, if things are going well. We'll ask him to sign a new deal And if they earn there, Then uh, we'll drop him off at Leeds or sell Has uh, been no. offered
2: one though, Tony?
4: What? Has he been offered one? I don't know You would like to think The club would have offered them something I mean, I don't see Why would you not know, offer somebody that's Doing so well Like a, a long-term deal They've done it with Rodgers, I think Just after he won the league Mathematically, his first season That was like the April he has been here for 18 months even even if it's just for look, we know you want to go next season, but we want compensation for you. I just, I, I thought maybe they would offered it because it was big big talk at the end of last season. Postecoglou was getting offered a bumper new deal, etc. etc. And I thought they were just waiting for a a back, like kind of good timing, but it doesn't seem to have happened. But um, uh, maybe one for the <laughs> the next presser. I think it were no back in until just before the the game against them and the, the league on 8th April so if we've won the League Cup and we're going strong I'll be begging them to sign a new deal then
1: I think the, the only good thing as well I heard Hugh Evans on Clyde Wan on Friday next day that Neil Lennon would not go nearly the Aberdeen job because if he takes a job in the UK before April he would to pay full tax on his ammonia salary and payoff. so that's good to know that if Fanch does decide to jump ship then it's <laughs> What would you say? If Andrew's going to go, fucking go tomorrow. <laughs> a limited time we go and we can all get on 10-game Kennedy again, but that's that's for another time. But uh, no, nah, hopefully it's just rumours. I think like doesn't no seem to be any, any concrete in it, but it would be handy if Andrew's on a long-term deal. I know it doesn't mean much because Roger signed a few contract extensions and longer contracts, but uh, it does sort of protect the club as well. So I think we're pretty sure that Andrew's not going to turn out to be sacked by Christmas now. So you may as well get them secured on a sort of longer term deal but uh, just before I get predictions and wrap up I will point you in the direction of our YouTube channel Uh, so if you just search for Full Tim's on YouTube you will see that there has been new content uploaded we had uh, Kieran was back and we've got a new member of the pod Tim Sean so they they two were on uh, doing a wee review of the transfer window last week so that video went up last week and we've got they have got one this week coming out and it's way one of Celtic's most notable YouTubers it's Ryan118 uh, we obviously had him on here last season in our end of season awards so we liked what you heard then and I'm sure most of you that are aware of his channel is part of the Celtic the Thunder podcast as well but uh, I go there if you want to check that out that'll be out later this week and uh, by all accounts we've been told it's a good chat I'm looking forward to seeing it myself but uh, aye so if you go there drop a wee like comment and subscribe that'd be much appreciated but uh, Daniel take your prediction for Saturday night I think it'll be 2-0 and all scored his first goal for the
3: club all um, scored his first goal for the club and who else do you know what I'll get both of them his first one will be a left foot <laughs> Kind of easy cutter and his second one will be he'll trip a keeper if he just outside the, the box there yeah. Oh, I hope he's all enjoy it. Um and then will give a very, very emotional farewell to the fans. Until he
1: sees him the next Saturday at Aberdeen, hopefully.
3: But uh right,
1: right,
3: just, yeah. I know, I just sorry, but I carry on. But there's no danger and He you can clip this. There's no danger and he's going anywhere. Um he's he's not going to Leeds. I mean they'd be daft to go to Leeds. Um and I don't I, I mean I was kidding on about Harry Kuehl, but I don't think the Leeds fans like him, so it's even less likely, now. You don't want to hate because he went to get out after tattering. That's right. Uh, well obviously no coming after F to uh, hopefully no. But
1: uh, Tony, what's your prediction for Saturday?
4: Um well, I think John Kennedy's lineup will be celebrated on Sundays, and will actually already be in Leeds. Um We'll wake up in Friday morning. to are walking about Ellen Road like we did when we watched Rogers. walk Rogers walking about the King Power. Um, I remember that. I just went back to my bed. I think it was about two o'clock in the day. Um, no, I think the big fellow be here. I think we'll win five one. I think it'll be a a blistering show for a full team, and Keogh uh, will get a hat and uh, Joe I'll get one, and a bad will get one off the bench.
1: See, the funny thing is, the last time that we had a good manager that walked out on us, it sort of led to the birth of this podcast. I think if Ange walked out on us, then it would lead to the death of it, so it'd be quite fitting. But, hey, Andy, what's your prediction for Saturday?
2: Hey, I'll go for 3 0. Um, actually, we will go be in the score sheet as well. So will go for, oh, And I'll tell you what, one of the centre halves is going to score a heater. So I'm going to see. Kobe actually. I think he starts. So there's your three goal scorers.
1: Go uh, I think it'll be pretty comfortable. I think it'll be 3 1 to Celtic and I think that it'll be uh usual scorers. So I think Kyogo will get a double and I think we'll see possibly another goal from David Tumble, I think. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if Tumble was in from the start. That would be my prediction in terms of the lineup. But that'll do us until next week. We will be back to discuss the submitting uh, St. Mirren game and obviously the next round of the cup if we're in it we'll we'll have had the draw and we'll discuss that as well and then we'll have the Aberdeen game in the league to look forward to as well but until then we will speak to you next week cheers